Hi, welcome to Libby Ojun Podcast, episode 24 How to Master Networking and Build Meaningful Relationships. I'm your host, Selena Lee. Before I start the show today, I want to give a shout out to my listener who left a review on iTunes. Jaytro81 wrote, So thankful that you have made such an awesome and inspiring podcast. I hope that this podcast will be helpful for younger generations. And learning how to have a meaningful, healthy, and happy life. Keep the episodes coming. Wow, thank you so much. I'm so grateful that you took the time to not only listen to my show, but to write me this amazing review. If you got any value from listening to my podcast, I would really appreciate it if you can take just a few minutes to give me a rating and write me a review. It's really easy to do it on iTunes, and I may give a shout out in future episodes. For those of you looking for guidance on how to find happiness and fulfillment in your career, I put together a guide to the three steps of finding true career fulfillment. And if you're interested, you can download it by clicking today's show notes on your podcast app or on my website, selinalee.co. That is C E L I N A L E E.co. Today, we're talking about networking and building relationships. I know the word networking makes a lot of people cringe because it feels fake and somehow makes us feel like we're using people. But it doesn't have to be that way. When we build meaningful relationships, we can help and support one another and achieve far greater things than we could ever do on our own. In fact, we need people to help us to get to where we want to go. So, if you've been listening to my show for a while, you know that there's one question I ask everybody who's a guest on my show. And the question is who helped you to get to where you're now? And I ask this because I know no one can succeed alone and no one can achieve dreams alone. Everybody who succeeded got there because somebody helped them along the way. In my last episode, episode 23, I talked about how my mom totally laughed at me when I decided to pursue my childhood dream of writing a book and then get it published in South Korea. One of the things she said was, Who's going to publish your book? This was one of many mean things she told me. And I share with you how I reached out to and met one of the most famous writers from South Korea. And my book ended up getting published by one of the best publishers in the country. I know it's kind of a crazy story, and you can hear more about it in detail in episode 23. And I'll have a link on today's show notes. So we need other people to help us to get to where we want to go and then to achieve our goals and dreams. So How can we become better at networking and building meaningful relationships? One of the people who I know is amazing at building relationships is Michael Kim, who I think many of you have listened to his interview on my podcast with title How to Make Yourself Happy. This episode was really, really popular. And if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that episode. So many people all over the world wrote to tell me that、um, his stories have really helped them to see their lives with a different perspective. So I highly recommend it.、Um, so if you have listened to this episode, you may have heard the story of how I met him. 
I met him at a legal conference many, many years ago. And it was a very big conference where there were like a lot of lawyers and, you know, everyone's doing their um, networking thing, introducing themselves. What do you do? All of those small talk. And we, I think, briefly chatted. And four years later, I ran into him at another similar legal conference. And not only did he remember me and my name, but he remembered exactly who I was and what I did. And I was so impressed. <laughs> I was like, he must meet so many people all the time because he's a very, very successful person. And especially in the legal industry, he's very, very famous. He's like a celebrity, right? So I was like, how is he able to remember me? And I was so impressed. So I was like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to email him to follow up. And the next morning, he emailed me. He beat me to it. <laughs> so he... Um, I guess had kept a business card that I had given him four years ago and he reached out to me and said, oh, it's good to see you again. And um, I would love to read your book. So, you know, let's uh, meet up sometime. So I was very, very impressed because he remembered my name. And this taught me a lesson that remembering someone's name can really make a great impression. So this whole experience taught me about what it means to build meaningful relationship, even in um, settings like conferences where people kind of take it as like a normal networking environment. And I could also see why Michael is so successful. Over the years, I went to so many different events, receptions, and conferences and have collected many, many business cards. When I come home, there are so many business cards in my purse and so many business cards that have piled up over the years. But honestly, I can't even remember some of the people I met that night. I mean, forget about people like that I met like four years ago. So I'm actually good about um, good with remembering people's faces, but I'm really, really terrible with names. <laughs> I know it's really embarrassing, but sometimes people tell me their names and I like forget it. And sometimes it's really loud, like the events or the reception. So I can't really hear them very well. So I feel bad asking like multiple times. So I pretend like I heard it. Um, so even though I'm really bad with names, when somebody remembered my name, I was so thankful. I felt very flattered and I was really impressed. So it's, it was like, wow, I really like this person because he remembered my name. Remembering people's name is something that I really need to work on. But as I go to more conferences and more events and more receptions, there are more people that I meet. So it gets more difficult all the time. All of us know the importance of networking and building relationships, but it's not easy going to receptions and conferences where there's a lot of people and then to be able to start a conversation with someone we just met and then turn it into a meaningful relationship. That's like really, really hard. And it's especially hard for people who are more introverted, but like anything, it gets easier the more you do it. So I'll share with you five tips that I've learned over the years from going to many networking events, receptions, and conferences on how to build meaningful relationship and become better at networking. Number one, 
actively listen with a genuine curiosity to get to know the person. Whenever I go to events like this,、um, I know a lot of people are there to network. So, have you ever had this experience like you're talking to someone, you just met this person, and their eyes are constantly moving, <laughs> trying to see if there are any other people more important than you that they should be talking to? Even though people are pretending to listen, we all know when they're faking it, right? And there's no way we're gonna like these kind of people. So, It's not possible to meet everybody at the networking event. It's just not possible. So, whoever you happen to talk to, why don't you turn that into a meaningful relationship? You never know how they could help you and who they know. So, whenever I go to a reception or events,、um, my goal is to just meet one person. And then turn that into a meaningful relationship. I think we all have experiences having empty conversations with people at networking events, and then think that it's a waste of time. They're not really interested in getting to know us, but we all know that they're thinking in their head, "Do you have anything that I want?" This is really frustrating and really unpleasant. So, let's not be one of these people. So, next time you meet someone at a networking event. Remember to actively listen with a genuine curiosity to get to know the person, and that's the only way you'll turn that conversation into a meaningful relationship. Number two, listen more than talk. This applies to not just networking events but to all relationships. Studies show that when two people are talking, the person who listened more is more liked than the person who did more talking. This is really interesting because the person who talked more must have shared more information about himself or herself than the person who listened more. But then the person who talked more will like the person who listened to them. I think this is because it is a fundamental human desire to be listened to. We feel validated and understood when we're heard. Everyone is so busy these days, and if someone really actively listens to us, and then seems genuinely interested in getting to know us, then of course we're going to feel good, right? It's just human nature because we feel understood and respected when we're hurt. So next time you're in a conversation, whether it's someone you just met at, a, at an event or it's your friends and family, try your best to listen more than you talk. Number three, follow up. You could meet hundreds of people, but if you don't follow up, you just wasted your time. You're never gonna turn them into any relationships. I have a friend who has a lot of friends and amazing network. So I asked him about how he approaches networking and relationship building. He said that when he meets someone new at an event, he sends a follow-up email within 24 hours of meeting the person, and then he mentions something that they talked about during the conversation. For example, if the person talked about going to his daughter's piano recital this weekend, then my friend will say something like, "It was great meeting you. I hope you have a wonderful time at your daughter's piano recital." Of course, you can't do this if you weren't paying attention and actively listening, because you wouldn't know what you talked about. So remember to actively listen with a genuine curiosity to get to know the person, and then make sure to follow up soon after meeting the person. Number four. Remember people's names, including correct spellings. I'm bad about remembering people's names too, but like I've shared with you before, it can make a big impression. So 
try your very best to remember people's names. Whenever I, int- I introduce myself, I always say I'm Selena with the C because people often think that it's spelled with an S, like Selena Gomez. But even after I say I'm Selena with the C, I've had people send me emails with incorrect spellings like S C L E N A or sometimes C E L E N A. And a lot of times people call me Celine, like Celine Dion. And when I respond with my correct name and spelling, some people still send me another email with the wrong name. And this is so annoying and frustrating. And somehow I don't like them anymore. So make sure you know the correct spelling of the person's name you're emailing. Number five, try new things and have diverse experiences. I'm sure you've all had experiences when you just met someone and there's that awkward silence because there's nothing to talk about. I know, so uncomfortable, right? So what we need is common interests or experiences. So we have topics for conversations. And the more new and diverse experiences you have, the more things you'll have to talk about when you meet new people. So whenever you have an opportunity to gain new experiences, go do it. Travel, go visit new places, read books on topics you don't know much about, and take a class to learn something new. Every week, I challenge myself to do something I've never done before. And this started many years ago because I had read somewhere um, that said, when is the last time you've done something for the first time? And that really got me thinking because even though I live in New York City, Um, where there's so many things I could be doing, it's easy to make life become a routine, you know, go to the same places all the time, meet the same people all the time. So if we're always doing the same thing and having the same experiences, talking to the same people, we don't really grow. So um, every week I challenge myself to do something I've never done before. Um, And sometimes it's something that makes me feel really uncomfortable or it could be really humiliating. Like a couple months ago, I did take a Cuban salsa dancing class and I have a lot of challenges moving my body. So um, I am just not a person who's having a lot of fun on the dance floor, but I just went and did it and it was really humiliating. I felt so bad to all the people um, who became my partners, which is pretty much all the guys in the dance class. But what I've also learned is that a humiliating story makes for a really interesting topic for conversation when you you meet someone new. So when you keep challenging yourself to have new experiences, not only are you going to um, be more comfortable um, having uncomfortable experiences, so it will really build up this muscle when you're ready to take on a new challenge, but also you're going to have a lot of stories to talk about when you meet people. And also, I think challenging yourself to have new experiences um, makes your life much more interesting, richer, and fulfilling. I hope what I've shared with you today was helpful. And I would love to know if you have any tips for networking and building relationships. I especially need help remembering people's names and what to do with all the business cards I've received. So if you have any advice, I would love to hear from you. Please send me a message on my website, selinalee.co. Yes, it spells with a C, not with an S. C-E-L-I-N-A-L-E-E.co. Or just open your podcast app and click on today's show notes.
I've also put together a guide to the three steps to finding true career fulfillment. And if you're interested, you can also download it by clicking on today's show notes on your podcast app or on my website, selenali.co. And please subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And while you're at it, I would really appreciate it if you can please write me a review. It will really help me to spread the word and get discovered by new listeners. For questions about my coaching or to reach out to me with any thoughts or questions about my podcast, you can also visit my website at selenalee.co and I look forward to hearing from you. So thank you so much and I'll be back soon with another episode. I hope you have a great week.